Welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty, an industry podcast for loyalty marketing professionals. I'm Paula Thomas, the founder and CEO of Let's Talk Loyalty. Today's episode is being hosted by my colleague Amanda Cromhaus, the founder of Truth, an international loyalty consultancy firm based in Cape Town, South Africa. Today, I'm also excited to let you know that every episode of Let's Talk Loyalty now has our new unique feedback link, which lets you add your comments, questions and feedback after you listen. Simply go to the show notes for this episode on any platform and look for the link called feedback. It's so easy and you can comment instantly. Thanks for being part of the Let's Talk Loyalty community and please do enjoy this episode today hosted by Amanda Cromhaus. This episode is brought to you by Collinson, worldwide leaders in loyalty, creating and orchestrating loyalty initiatives and programs for some of the world's biggest brands in travel, retail and financial services, doing it globally for over 30 years. Want to know more? Go to collinsongroup.com. Today, I'm delighted to interview Cecile Henri, who is the IBL Group Loyalty Manager. IBL has operations in 18 countries and it is based in Mauritius. Its loyalty program is Weave Rewards, which Cecile manages in the Mauritian market. Weave Rewards was launched in 2019 So whilst being a young program, it has already won numerous awards. Nevertheless, the focus of our interview with Cecile is less about the loyalty program awards, but focuses on a major crisis Cecile and her team faced last year. Cecile talks us through how she and her team had less than 24 hours to rescue the program when hearing of its loyalty platform provider was facing immediate insolvency. Enjoy listening to how the Weave Rewards team prioritized customers first and how they coped with this enormous crisis. There are deep lessons for all of us, and I'm so grateful to Cecile for her transparency and insight into this turnaround program. So today I'm extra specially excited to welcome back to Let's Talk Loyalty. It's her second time on the Let's Talk Loyalty show. Cecile Henri, who is the IBL Group Loyalty Manager. Cecile, so fabulous to have you with us. I'm so happy to hear you, Amanda. It's uh, always uh, a pleasure for me to to meet you, (laughs) to uh, to have a conversation with you uh, uh, it's a pleasure for me. Thank you. Well, thanks for joining us. And I know you've got an absolutely incredible story, a loyalty story to tell the audience of Let's Talk Loyalty. So before we get into that, because I can't wait to get into that, what is your favorite loyalty program and why? Uh, Amanda, I will say that for uh, for me, is the WEAVE program. Uh, <laughs> Wonderful, good. Uh, Yes, <laughs> I will explain why if you if I if I may uh, because in Mauritius where um, where I'm living and where is uh, where Weave is existing in Mauritius Island, the world of loyalty programs is still an immature 
immature, uh, excuse my English, immature uh, market. Yeah. So uh, we, for me, is quite a unique uh, coalition program in the country uh, with a mix of different types of benefits and rewards and easy redemption. And we are uh, alone. We are quite uh, the only one who, for the moment, doing this uh, type of rewarding and type of easiness for redemption. So this is uh, why I would say we've, as a consumer, as me, myself, a member, uh, it is my best. Yeah. Then, then you have every reason to claim it as your favourite loyalty programme. You're getting that absolute satisfaction of free goodies with the rewards, and it's the only one in the market that you operate in. So absolutely, that's great to hear. And it's absolutely fantastic for me personally to hear you talk about Weave Rewards, because um, as you know, I had the absolute honor of working with the IBL group in the conception design strategy and execution to launch of Weave Rewards. So it really is probably Truth's favorite case study. So thank you for talking to me today. So before, before we go any further, I just wanted to ask you to explain a little bit about your background, because it's not a traditional loyalty background, and yet you're holding this fantastic position for such a uh, an important program within the IBL group. So what brings you to, give us your background that brings you to head up Weave Rewards? Um, uh, what I can say is that, you know, uh, during nine years, I was the head of communication and CSR of IBL. Uh, and uh, after one year um, of uh, away from the company, had the chance to have the the mandate to 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 um, to work on the communication plan for the new uh, ideal group loyalty program, uh, as known as uh, Weave today. Uh, and before I worked in Canada for eight years, and my first job was in direct marketing uh, this time. So uh, it was, uh, it's funny how to see uh, my first job uh, helped me to understand the power of data and targeted <laughs> communication and promotion. Uh, imagine 18 years earlier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And I had the chance to be part of a project team on this, uh, uh, on, for this new IBL loyalty program. And, uh, and I work with you, Amanda, I have the chance to be uh, coached by you. I learned a lot from you on, uh, on this journey. And um, I will say that I'm lucky that uh, you and also IBL trust me enough to give me the chance to manage Wave since then. So this is, a, and I do a lot of marketing position also in Canada. So it's a mix. Uh, I, I really, it's funny to see how all my professional experiences uh, helped me to, uh, to add this uh, position today, you know? So. But, and look at Weave now. I mean, we're going to talk about a different side to Weave Rewards in a moment. But if I look at Weave, where it has come in such a short space of time, after launch, you immediately picked up the Mag Loyalty Magazine Awards as a runner-up, first runner-up for the best newcomer. But then you actually won the category 
of best loyalty program in Africa and Middle East, which was just phenomenal. And then recently now in 2022, you've picked up the first runner-up um, accolade for the IBL Excellence Innovation Award. And I know the IBL group is all around innovation. So that is obviously a huge recognition from externally the loyalty industry with the Loyalty Magazine Awards, which is now known as the International Loyalty Awards. But um, secondly, in, within the IBL group, you've got this huge recognition. So, uh, you know, that's real kudos to get recognized inside and outside of your organization. So the real reason I wanted to talk to you today isn't to just talk about Weave Rewards, because you've done that previously with Paula, I think, last year, um, was to really highlight an issue that I hope a lot of companies never have to go through. And what you described to me was absolute crisis management in a loyalty program. Now, my summation of this very, very briefly, but I'm going to ask you to ex expand on it, is that the loyalty platform, which was an external vendor, a technology provider, went insolvent literally overnight. And you had I think less than 24 hours notice to handle this. Um, you can clarify those facts for me. But And the story you told me when we discussed you coming on to Let's Talk Loyalty absolutely blew my mind. And I thought it was definitely worth sharing with the global loyalty industry. So I've given a very brief summary, but you've come out of it stronger You've come out of it with still happy customers and still a significant presence in your home market. So please, could you talk us through the timeline of what happened? Let's let's start with the first 24 hours. What happened? Yes, it was a, a, a race against time, Amanda, really. Um, and I would say also that uh, my previous experience in crisis management as a head of communication of IBM, was really helpful also in this uh, manage uh, crisis management. So um, this is uh, what I was saying before: the combination of experiences uh, to be able to to deal with all all kind of situation. And this one was a big one. Yeah, let's say that 24 hours before um, uh, the cutoff of the the, the system. Um, I had the feeling that uh, something was not going well. Uh, and I asked my team to uh, download uh, all the database and all the reports and everything we could uh, download from the system uh, during the night after the closing of the, of the stores. And we did, uh, it was a good decision because the, the day after we received um, and then I notice that uh, uh, unfortunately uh, this company uh, went uh, bankrupt, wow. and they had to seize the, the services uh, in two hours. So it's, sorry, um, sorry, Cecile, in two hours. Yes, yes, <laughs> we got, we got, yeah. It was a really a question of uh, of hours. Okay. Um, so, uh, but when I got this feeling, uh, um, we I we knew that uh, the company was in a, a difficult situation, and the company was in the merger and acquisition process. Uh, 
normally uh, the, the, the signs were good and positive, okay, for this process. But yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so but 24 hours before, I was like, mm, I'm not sure it's going well. And we, we uh, I called for a crisis management meeting and say this is possible because we knew that this date of 30th of September, um, 30th of September was uh, a, a, a crucial date for the company. Okay. Yeah. So um, uh, and we decided to 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 be prepared. And um, so when we uh, we did the, the downloading of all the database, we knew that if there was a crisis, we could at least. Uh, no, uh, how much uh, we need to? Uh, how much points all the members got on the on the system, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So uh, in the morning uh, of the day where the the system uh, was cut off, yeah, uh, we also took another good decision uh, from the operations. It came from our partners, I would say. But for uh, being uh, to cut also with the system to shut down to ourselves shut down the system um, because uh, we didn't want to have new transaction on the database and then not be able to to have it again uh, completely correct etc etc okay and and, if, and and yes and two hours before the cutoff uh, we receive a, a letter saying that it was uh, the end of everything. And we literally see uh, four years of work, Amanda, shut down in front of us. See the website shut down, the system shut down, everything shut down. It was really something special. That's incredible. Yeah, this is incredible. Um, So it was the first thing that we did. And the first, and this, I think, saved the program. Yeah. Uh, literally, it was. Uh, that's absolutely. Yeah, that's just incredible. So you had the you had the gut reaction twenty four hours before to do something, and you saved the database of a, a good acquired database that you built up over time. And then I love the initiative you took to stop transactions so that customers then don't get further disappointed that those transactions weren't tracked into points. But then surely then you must have embarked upon a like a challenge in terms of communication to your members to be able to explain all of this. What did you do about communications? So yes, okay. So this is was uh, took a, a lot of time. Yes. So when we knew that it would be the end of the story, the game over, we call it the game over in, in our <laughs> crisis management team. Uh, we we um, we started to communicate. I, I mean, we we started to to also in the morning uh, work on also all the communication crisis management and um, so we work uh, really fast and hard to be able to be ready and we send we could for we could send our email to all the, our members or sms because our communication system was not impacted by the uh, the service provider it was outside the service it was in uh, integration integrated by api with yeah. our we have a main uh, the core system, but it was also independent. So when the core system shut down, this was uh, still working. 
uh, and okay. with our database, then we integrate with the database, we could uh, communicate again. So we communicate in a transparent way and we say that exactly the truth uh, uh, to our customer that we was going through an uh, 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 unprecedented situation uh, that this is that uh, the service provider went to bankrupt, but to be to, but we reassure the, the 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 our members that all the points were safe, everything was safe, and we got all the information needed to be able to handle the situation. So this is what we did. We did for to our members, to our employees, to our partners, to our potential partners, because believe. Believe me, yeah. Amanda, we were talking to big uh, potential partners the yeah. week before and the day of the crash, we had a big meeting. So we had to call them to say, uh, sorry, you will see uh, some information and this is where we are. And uh, so, and also to the to the board of IBM, and uh, as the the the, the, the cutoff of the system when the system shut down, it was the 1st of October. So all our birthday uh, offer already went out in the morning. We didn't think about stopping this uh, the day before. So uh, we had also to communicate to the to the person that it won't work. The birthday gift won't work anymore. Uh, so uh, yeah, and then yeah. also we had to do a, a landing page for the website. And uh, so we communicate each time we got some news to share to our partners, we were uh, talking to them. Yeah. So effectively, your communication was A, we know there's a problem. <laughs> B, yes. points are not going to be issued from here on until further notice, but your points are safeguarded, which I think is obviously critical. But you did explain to me earlier, so please share with everyone, you did find a way of keeping the program alive. So whilst you weren't issuing points at this crisis time, what did you do to keep members happy, so to speak? Yes, um, of course, the member couldn't anymore redeem their points. This is also the other bad news for them. Yeah. But what we did and the partners did uh, in this uh, crisis management uh, committee when we took this decision to, to cut off from the system in the morning, they also um, uh, did something on the POS on their POS system. They 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 give the equivalent of uh, uh, in in discount. Let's say um, um, they uh, they uh, they switch the earning rates to a discount rate directly on the POS system. Okay. So it was like a direct discount, a stand discount. The equivalent of the amount of points, but at least something was uh, giving yeah. to the weaver. And the other thing is that we also continue to because we got also discount partners. We got earning and redeem partners and discount partners. So we push more communication. We push. We communicate more on also the discount partners at the moment, and we also do uh, a lot of games to be able to continue to have something to to share with them and to to engage them on the program. Great. Okay, so straight away there was a way that members could at least continue to benefit and not feel feel that pressure of um, 
you know, the complete change of the program. Yes. So after after you went through that process, what did you then, obviously there was this crisis management, and as you said, game over day. The program has got a good following in Mauritius, really great number of Mauritians are part of the program. What did you then do to rebuild Weave? So, uh, okay, so what what was amazing, uh, I think, in the story is that uh, after the first 24 hours dealing with uh, the database uh, and the communication and all this uh, urgent task, um, my uh, IT manager uh, came uh, to uh, and, and said, you know what, I think we can rebuild the system. I think we can rebuild the system using the reversal engineering. Wow. Without, uh, yeah, yeah, without, without uh, more cost for the partners, uh, we won't, we won't need them to also rebuild API. Okay, so um, we, we, he, uh, my IT manager exposed me uh, what he was. Uh, planning to do and uh, that he was really confident to be able to do it uh, so we say okay let's go let's do it um, <laughs> and, uh, and in 48 hours we were a bit lucky in the timeline because the the, 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 the the crash was on a Friday so we had the weekend uh, to work like crazy <laughs> Uh, so the first thing he did after uh, secure the database was uh, to uh, have an admin portal, the possibility for the call center to have access to the account of the members, to be able to see the points. It yeah. was the first thing for us because we can say to the river, okay, your, 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 your points are secured, but if you call the call center and the call center is not able to say, I see that you got this amount of points on your account, the, uh, the member won't feel uh, secure at all, you understand? So it was the, the first thing that he did, it was to, uh, and the team uh, with him, to uh, develop an admin portal for the call center. And after that, he started to, um, to code uh, the platform, and he did it in three months. So you you created the frontline customer service portal in two days over a weekend, yes. and then three months later you had rebuilt the the point system for Weave. Yes, the basic one, not the promotion part, but the yeah. basic at least on the total basket, all the base benefits. We were ready in December uh, to uh, so three months after. Yeah, so it's a lot of work. That's remarkable. Uh, uh, it's yeah. absolutely remarkable. Yeah, incredible. And uh, it's one of the reasons we won this point, this uh, award uh, at IBL Innovation and Excellence Award because uh, it was remarkable, yeah. Yeah. And it costs zero rupees to the partners. <laughs> I love that. Yes. I just, so, just so the listeners of Let's Talk Loyalty understand some of the terminology, Cecile is referring to weavers, um, which is yes. actually W-I-I-V-E-R-S, because the program is Weave, W-I-I-V, and the members are known as weavers, which I think is absolutely lovely. So uh, that's absolutely incredible. The story is still blowing my mind, Cecile, it really is. 
So I think those awards yes. are so so very so very worthy. I mean, I, I I've never heard anything quite like this. What what would you say has been the most difficult part of the in-house build, like the task at hand? The the difficulty um, is for me, uh, because uh, it's nearly one guy who did who did that, you know, in in the team. So and this and this person is also the manager of all the Weave IT team. So uh, it was to to be able to say, okay, don't disturb. Stay, don't be, don't disturb uh, my my colleague. Yeah, he will only do that, you know, and be able to say this is our priority. We need to have the system as soon as possible, ready. So for obvious reasons, um, he has to be focused on 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 coding. And when you code, you can't do uh, other stuff and be. Uh, on other issues, you know. So uh, it was one of, for me, one of the difficulties to be in the project mode and operational mode at the same time, okay? Yeah. So, uh, and it's to say, okay, operation, we will do it another way <laughs> and work on your, what you can do and we can't do at your place, you know? So uh, um, this is one of the things was really, it was a bit difficult. Of course, the partners, were really with us in collaboration. But when we were ready in December, they were not because it's uh, busy, the busiest period of the of the year. So they couldn't uh, test and have team available to implement uh, the thing. So we had to wait until February, uh, beginning of February to, uh, to launch the, everything. And we had also to choose, you know, at a certain time, we need to choose exactly what we want to do uh, because we and be able to uh, to leave. I think with uh, the minimum vital product. I would say. Yeah. Uh, I think we use a lot of this kind of uh, terminology in agile methodology uh, for development. Uh, it's what we did. Uh, uh, yes, but it's having me and having uh, my IT manager. Just doing and working on that things was uh, this is was this was a bit difficult. <laughs> I can imagine. I mean, you've 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 phrased it so beautifully around the challenges between being in the operational environment of a fully fledged program running versus, but not versus, and simultaneously in a build environment, sort of a ca- you know that upfront build. So, and I'm sure your IT manager has a new set of skills that he never thought he had <laughs> previously. So. He obviously yes. needs to be highly recognized. Uh, one, yes. one of the things I truly loved about what you said you did in the crisis mode and in the first 48 hours, which really speaks to the heart of what I experienced working with you and your team, was that you thought about the call center customer service angle first. So you developed that front end portal in the first 48 hours so that your weavers could get that reassurance of my points balance is X, Y, Z, or please don't worry, we can look after you. So talk to us a little bit more about how, I mean, I'm sure it was an absolute crisis management as well for call center staff. So how did that, how did you manage that? So what we did is uh, one, first thing we, we, we developed all, we imagine all the questions we could have and we prepare all the answers. Huh? 
this is was a, a long, uh, touchy word, word because each word counts, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I, um, my team, I twice a day uh, meetings with them in the morning and in the afternoon to go through all the difficult tickets we receive, all difficult questions, to see how to tackle them, how to be sure that we were answering with the good word. Um, and so it was a really, uh, for me, it was essential because we, we we didn't want to have everybody knocking at our door and asking for their points and doing vouchers. So we really need to be sure that the river was with us and they were uh, they trust us that we will have uh, this situation resolved as soon as possible. So, uh, so the, the my call, my my the agent of the call center, the wave call center, was really I was with them every day, uh, every day during weeks, huh, Amanda. So morning and afternoon, are, yeah. are we okay? Did we answer well or not? And um, I would say that also my team here, uh, they are they love people. I know you. I know you know them. You you met them. Yeah. So uh, they are really close to our weavers, and so and they did a great great job. Yeah. That's incredible. And I think you told me last time we spoke that out of all of this crisis, you only had twenty seven negative customer contacts, which is just credit to the approach you took. Because if you'd taken a different approach, for example, to build the rules engine back before the customer front-facing portal, I think that would have been dramatically different. You would have had hundreds, thousands of customers frustrated that they couldn't get the answers they needed. So um, I'm really, it's very commendable the approach you took. You did mention earlier that one of the things you haven't been able to necessarily replicate as quickly as you wanted was the promotional engine. So has that caused? Yes. Has, did that cause a bit of, uh, you know, problems? Or how have you how have you moved around that? Yes, because you know, um, okay, uh, you, you are, in this crisis, we got four months, four months uh, without any earning points. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, of course, when you receive a base base offer and when it is um, put in discount, it can seem the the the, the weaver was like maybe it's it's not a lot huh? <laughs> when you transform points in discount, you know. Yeah. So this is, was not a, a funny part for for them, but also for us to manage. You know, say it's only that in discount, it's not enough, etc. So um, we. We felt that uh, maybe we will lose our weaver uh, if we don't uh, have more um, promotion um, for them. And so it, me, when, when I see that the numbers, because during four months, we didn't have any data. We couldn't know how much people continue to use their car to get the discount at the tilt. Yeah. Uh, we don't, yeah. And when we relaunched in uh, in February, we saw that uh, it was not all the weavers uh, back again with their cards, and we follow really well all the data on on and all the figures on that. And uh, when we me, I asked my team, say, okay, now we need to really put uh, 
the effort of the promotion engine to be able to do bonus points on special project, products because uh, we need to, to be able to have nice stuff to propose to our weavers as soon as possible. And this part is really more complex. It takes yeah. more time. It's complex. Uh, it's not easy. Uh, we we uh, takes and then again we had to say okay, the team focus on development. Stop with all the operation operational issues. You have to to take your time to do it. It was at least six weeks of uh, coding just this part. Uh, and when we start again to have bonus promotion. Uh, and back to to as it was before, we really see um, really an increase of engagement on the, on the weave card, but not only at the weavers on the weaver side, I would say, but also in stores because the cashiers were more also motivated to ask for the card because they knew that the some great deals to do and yeah and they are also members themselves you know so, yeah of course so it's, it's on the both side absolutely so for me, promotion engine uh really is really really important really important if you want uh, to keep a loyalty program alive absolutely yeah. i mean it's 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 a given it's not just about the base program but it's how you keep the customer engaged with all the extra promotions and communication so yes. wow this story still is um it takes my breath away a little bit so i just want <laughs> i want to ask you i hope no one else in the industry has to endure this i have never come across it before so i was learning when i spoke to you um and i'm still learning listening to you today so um, I'm hoping none of the Let's Talk Loyalty um, listeners ever have to endure what you've been through in the sense of having to manage such crisis. So what would you leave them with in terms of advice? Like what are your final words of advice for listeners if ever this comes across their unfortunate path? What I've learned, uh, Amanda, is that first, if I need to have one advice to say to all the listeners is, to, to have access always to your database. Yeah. Always and keep a, that, a backup outside your, your system you are using because you never know what can happen. What can happen? You see the this scenario we couldn't imagine, but it happens. Okay. And we are we, we are not the, the, the only client of this service provider. So uh, so this is the first thing, your database, you need to have a control on it on it and to, to be able to have a backup. The second thing I would say also, have always a second plan for your communication system. If your communication system is inside in, uh, in uh, your loyalty system, uh, be prepared to have another, another a, a B plan, okay? Um, yeah. Because this is also one of the reasons uh, we could control the frustration, let's say, of the weavers. Imagine that we didn't communicate with them. They arrive at the at the stores and say, oh, it doesn't work. And then I can't read him. I can't do anything, you know. 
and yeah. like this for days. One day, okay, it's happening. Sometimes you need to do technical improvement on the system, whatever happens. But for days and days, it's not possible. So first database in your control. Two, a, a B plan for your communication system. Yeah. If the system is inside your, your loyalty system. And third, I would say to have a good with uh, a good uh, IT team. Uh, <laughs> I, I am really lucky to have a really good one. Uh, there are three now, five because we got developers. Uh, I will talk about that after. But um, yes, I have a good IT team. They really understand well the system and the business. This is uh, the I think one of uh, of our. His success, uh, the IT guy in my, in my team, they are not only IT guy, they, they understand data and they understand the business. Okay. Yeah. So uh, they knew also what was really important to do. Um, so this is my free advice. I will my advice to so have this free all the time. <laughs> Ready. <laughs> I love that. Always have, a, I mean, how fundamental is that for everybody? Have access to your database always, just in case. Have a yes. fantastic backup communication process and have an awesome IT team that not only understands IT, but the business and data. So um, absolutely sound, sound, solid advice. Okay, so let's let's look to the future. You've told us the, the drama you've endured, but how the IBL group has come out of it so remarkably strongly because of the approach and crisis management you took. So what's next for Weave in Mauritius? Okay, and so I will say that when we were rebuilding or recording the system, we went through the um, an RFP process, RFP process. RFP process, yeah. Yes, uh, and we see that all the solution, um, also the solution for a coalition program, because we is a coalition program, which is uh, makes maybe the things more complex. Okay. Yeah. Um, with really different uh, type of uh, activity sectors, uh, partners from uh, different activity sectors. Um, we went through this RFP pro pro process and, and we, we, we realized that the offer on the market was really, were really expensive for us, for the yeah. volume of transaction we can do in Mauritius, which is really a small market. Huh? Uh, for the listeners, uh, Mauritius is only 1 million per uh, persons on the country, yeah. you know, and uh, a lot of them are un under 18 years old. So we, 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 it's not a big market. So uh, it was so too much, too expensive for us, uh, the OPEX, but also the CAPEX. Yeah. Uh, so, and at the same time, we were showing our management that, uh, yeah, we, we can do it. Okay. So the management, the top management uh, asked us to, to consider if we could uh, develop our own uh, loyalty platform. And uh, we think, yes, we can do it. We really well understand the business. We understand well also the coalition programs. And we know how to code this kind of thing now. Okay. Uh, we know also uh, the weaknesses of what we did. Let's say that Amanda, for the moment, we did a nice uh, house. <laughs> yeah. But we need we need to build a, a, 
a building. Huh? Yeah. Uh, so uh, because we, we know where we want to go. Uh, and with the actual system, we won't be able to do it. So we have to rebuild everything. Uh, the foundation, solid uh, um, and, and liable to be able to 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 develop a good uh, loyalty platform with a strong focus on uh, the promotion engine. Yeah, uh, I think which where we can do a big difference on the market. Uh, because enrollment and all kind of this kind of thing uh, uh, is quite is quite uh, uh, for the other programs in Mauritius it's quite easy. But all the all the rewarding system and the promotion engines, it, I think really it's where we can do the difference. And because we got this experience in coalition program, uh, I'm confident we can we can create something great. So we already uh, hire two new developers. Um, yeah. So now the with IT team is bigger, and we started already the project. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Wow. So Cecile, we are actually coming to the end of our interview. Is there anything else you'd like to share with the listeners of Let's Talk Loyalty? Oh, I think I think. One of the biggest uh, learning we can have with this story is that uh, a crisis can be a wonderful opportunity um, to create something new, um, to learn a lot, and to see your team, uh, to be what I see, it's to see my team uh, be at their best, and discover them the, the, the all the qualities they they got and what they could do. It was really uh, for each of them: right? marketing and communication, the client service support, uh, the IT team. All of them realized that they they, they could they could do great things. Um, and I'm really happy for them that they were recognized at the. IBL Excellence and Innovation Award for their work. Uh, So this is a great achievement. So yeah, every crisis can be an opportunity to grow and to be stronger and to to learn and stay also humble, you know. Uh, In one one year, we we won this two loyalty magazine awards. (laughs) And one year after, (laughs) the system crashed. (laughs) And one year after again, Two years after this, we won two new awards and we are still still there. So you see, it's like life, huh? That's a yeah. big that's a, Yeah, I was gonna say that's a big roller coaster you've been on. And I just want to commend you on your leadership because the way you describe the opportunity coming out of crisis and most favorably how you've seen your remarkable team just be at their best and grow and learn new things about themselves. And so I just want to wish you and your remarkable team so much success for the, hopefully it'll be less of a roller coaster and more of a, a ascension up the mountain from here on. But so Cecile Henri, you're the IBL Group Loyalty Manager. It was an absolute pleasure learning about what you've shared with us today. So from all of us at Let's Talk Loyalty, merci beaucoup, Cecile. You're welcome. Avec plaisir.
This show is brought to you by the Australian Loyalty Association, the leading organization for loyalty professionals in Asia Pacific. Visit their news and content hub for the latest loyalty insights from around the world. Or why not submit your own article for publication? For more information on their loyalty services and networking opportunities, visit australianloyaltyassociation.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Let's Talk Loyalty. If you'd like us to send you the latest shows each week, simply sign up for the Let's Talk Loyalty newsletter on letstalkloyalty.com and we'll send our best episodes straight to your inbox. And don't forget that you can follow Let's Talk Loyalty on any of your favorite podcast platforms. And of course, we'd love for you to share your feedback and reviews. Thanks again for supporting the show.